0: Jono and we back 2020 brother
1: 2020 man
0: it's not 2020 vision it's the new century or is yeah, like so, one no, of our friends decades. said it's it's the end it's <laughs> I can't even get that not, right dude. Not,
1: not yet but century not yet oh
0: man new century I feel like I'm going to new century it's a, but like one of our other friends also pointed out it's actually not it's the end of the decade not the start of the decade 2021 yeah. is the start yeah Yeah, you know, she spoiled I mean, it for me man She spoiled it. Uh,
1: 2020 is a nice number. Uh, So
0: we are starting with a new format, a new logo. Exactly. New music. New music. Right, this is all new, except for the two bums running the show. Um, (laughs) Just a note on on the show, we want to be more helpful. We want to be more focused. Um, We're going to focus on questions, key questions. So we have some of the friends have shared with us. Um, So John, more about the show, because I'm talking too much again.
1: Basically, our goal right now is going to answer questions, like questions that you might have, that friends have, that are relevant to us, actually. We also plan to yep. basically use the podcast for us to go as, uh, as professionals and individuals. So, the way there is a way they tell you how to learn things, it's about teaching it. So this is what we decided to do. We are going to tackle questions that come in the product industry, the design industry, the development mm. industry. And we are going to give our own feedback based on our experience and the experience that was shared by friends with us. And time to time, we're also, also going to have guests that are going to help us reply to those questions.
0: Exactly. And that's the exciting part, right? So we want to s- slip in some of the kind of sharing off because we don't want to do interviews anymore. We want to like really right. try and tap yeah. into the knowledge of and we kind of introduced it in the, the previous shows like talking to co-hosts like bring in a co-host who's going to bring their knowledge. So uh, we're looking to do into doing more of that. Also, I mean, a lot of the work we do is about, I mean, you with your your kind of product background or whatever, we want to do products for people. So this show also needs to be for people. So we spent some time late last year try to get things a bit more focused and uh, see if we can be a bit more surgical. That's a special word just for Anetka about doing the show. <laughs> so um, our friendly uh, local surgeon listening, hopefully, to our new show. So Jonathan, um, what's today's question?
1: So today we are going to basically discuss about um, one of the that comes very often to us, like since mm-hmm. we started block thinking, is... How exactly do I create a podcast?
0: The biggest thing that I think people forget about when they start doing a podcast, and actually we kind of loop back and discussed this about this very podcast recently, is um, um, why are you doing it? Um, What is it for? What is the purpose of the podcast? And there's two levels on the purpose thing. The one is, um, what is the purpose of the podcast within your current business? What You know, because I think what happens a lot of time is people think of podcasts as a separate thing, right? A podcast is part of your offering. It's a part of you. So how does that new idea fit into what you're currently doing? Or is it going to become something that you are going to start? But it needs to, I mean, not all of us are going to be the Tim Ferrisses of the world, right? Where, I mean, I don't even think Tim Ferriss himself builds everything around his podcast these podcasts is also part of a bigger marketing plan or business plan that he has. So you kind of have to think about that a little bit in advance. I think you and me, Jono, what, why, what, why did, what was our purpose? I do believe at the
1: beginning, we wanted to do something together. We wanted to prove ourselves that we could ship a podcast. We are both, mm-hmm. both interested in podcasting in in audio storytelling. Um, you had a background in radio. Uh, I wanted to learn about the techniques and everything about yeah. audio. So we figured out, okay, we, we like each other. We like to talk a lot. So why not doing that with guests and, and trying this, this podcast thing? Yeah, and then we evolved. That. Yeah. yeah. And then we evolved. You can tell about how we evolved, actually.
0: Yeah, I think, are I mean, how we figure out through. our mission, basically. we're going into iteration <laughs> three because, I mean, ultimately, what we, our purpose, and that's how we want to evolve our purpose, is really to think about how can we make block thinking work better for our businesses? So we, we kind of define that, right? But then the other part, so that's part one, that's for you. Part two is, how is it going to work for your audience? And, yes. uh, you know, so for some of us, easy, for us, it's easy. Some for some of us it's not, is the fact that yes. you go and look at your audience. Um now, this is something that's come up with a lot of marketers out there talking about this. And I think it's specifically very important for us entrepreneurs is that hmm. of course all of us, Jonathan, you, uh, me, even with our kind of expat slash immigrant kind of status, we we need to think about because my audience changed fundamentally since I've moved from South Africa, right? Who's my audience? Um, so, um, I mean, I'm still trying to figure that out. But what I would say though is you have to look at your market. So the people that you speak to, the people that you serve, the broader market, but you didn't have to niche it down because the thing is you don't want to be doing what other people are doing. So you have to find your niche. It's, it's Maybe it's a bit difficult to really uh, pinpoint what block thinking's niche is. Ultimately, when we started it, we wanted to do uh, a podcast in Central Europe from the perspective of two people who are not necessarily Central European. I think that still holds true. But yeah. And the thing is what we want to do though, because we are moving a little bit away from the cultural day to day is we're going, okay, cool. Let's look at, the show from an entrepreneurial perspective. So we want to speak to other entrepreneurs or freelancers or or I mean even if you have a job, I mean you can see yourself as an entrepreneur within your in your company. But we want to speak to you and we want to answer your questions. So we kind of try trying to niche it down a little bit. So that is I think that is the first step is really think about who you're talking to and what you want to say to them. How do you want to serve them and really be very accurate about your targeting. And it's really kind of going against what a lot of other people are saying is like you want to get a very broad reach. So Tim Tim Ferriss, I'll keep on hitting on him, he's got a very broad reach. For us small guys, in air quotes, we need to be a bit more surgical, a bit more focused because if you have 20 people who are super loyal to your show, man, that's a good space to start working from.
1: That's an excellent point. And that uh, that is linked to the previous point about purpose. Once you will be able to figure out what is your purpose, it's going to be much more easier for you to figure out what will be your audience. It's not one or the other, it's one and the other. You need to create content for a specific target. This is what you do most of the time. If you are a designer, this is what you do when you have to create your brand mission, your persona and all of that. This is what you're doing. It's the same exact rule when you create a podcast.
0: And honestly, like the way that I would say you need to define your audience is look at your LinkedIn profile. Look at your Facebook profile. Look at Twitter. Like, look at the people you're talking to, and the people who actually, when you post stuff, who is reacting to what you're saying. Um, I had a I had a really interesting conversation with a friend of mine who is not necessarily looking at podcasting, but she was uh, she's doing certain things now, um, and she's getting a lot of resistance from a certain certain area of, of, of business or people who think like, okay, she's crazy. She's doing stuff that's way out of line, but then she's getting a lot of people who are becoming loyalists. And the thing is what you actively, actively have to do as a, as an entrepreneur is you have to shift your focus towards the loyalist because trust me. And uh, you know what? I, I'm going to share something with you is that I really, I hate, Critique. Uh, you know, like I do, like, you know, you have this dream and people come to you and like they step on that dream. So I don't, I don't mind critique on the work I do. So if I'm doing shit work and Jonathan does that all the time to me, he's like, Vanna, dude, you need to step your <laughs> <the> game, bro. <laughs> this is shit. Um, I don't mind that. I just like, they, 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 I call them the dream crushers. And you're going to yeah. have them. They, they exist. Yeah. Like people, not everybody's going to dig what you're doing, but you need to find the people who, if no one resonates with your idea, then you have a problem. But there are people out there that supports my friend and she needs to see how she can generously, and I keep on saying this, generously serve them because they are the people who's going to lift her up. You can do business and, with them, and I, and start a movement. Yeah.
1: And I would say that's actually a good thing if you have like haters coming in. Because oh, yeah. Because
0: still th-
1: always think that we are living in a very polarized world. So if there is a side of the population that is not going to like you, that means almost for sure that there is a side that is going to like yeah. what you're doing. Everybody has, will have an audience. So don't get uh, distracted or disappointed by yeah. people yeah, crushing your dreams. I really like this word, crushing your dreams, yeah. because there will be people supporting you. The fact that you don't have... The worst thing that could happen for you is that nobody cares. Oh or yeah! Is like no it's one gives a shit. Good enough. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah that's I, I had a I had a, a creative review once when I was starting out an ad agency, and the ECD said to me, "Van, no one gives a fuck." And now I actually, oh. I, <laughs> I, <you> know, like, <laughs> the thing is, you know, if someone hates it and there's like a Ugh, uh, Jonathan, I think you actually said something really cool. And we didn't pre-script this, by the way. So th- the thing is, is that I like what you say. If someone hates what you're doing, it means that someone. Probably likes what you're doing. I think like rather be on the edges of th- stuff than being straight in the middle. Because if you're just random about it, mm, you know, yeah. yeah, it's kind of it's like we spoke. Can I tell us uh, just quickly? Like we changed the changed our cover art, right? Yeah. And uh, Jonathan showed it to our our, our, our most favorite fan, Anetka, and she went like, "Damn it, man, Vanna looks like a a mafia boss." <laughs> <laughs> jonathan looks too old. and i'm going like oh shit we need to fix it and then i think jonathan you actually said like the fact that it kind of even created a, a like a reflex or a like what it's a good thing let's play with that so i think that's the same thing you want to how you want to position your your content your show is like position yourself in a way where you're kind of setting a kind of a, a bit of a disruption i would say
1: because making people feel emotions it's what we aim for yeah, It can be positive, reactive, but if you can catch them back after creating that. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is the whole internet is based on creating emotion. What are clickbaits at the end of the day? Yeah. I'm going to put this amazing title, which we are going to do with this podcast, by the way, um, mm-hmm. to make you be like, oh, all those guys knows about podcasting or all the other subjects, and you're going to listen. You're going to hate yeah. listeners, perhaps, because yeah. what who do you think you are or yeah. not? And then you're going to be seduced by the sexy voice of the and my very yeah. deep voice, but yeah, that's 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 the, the whole thing about it. Create emotions. Well, I mean, this is the, the, the whole Twitter, I guess, is about that. Yeah. It's about that life. Yeah. But Vernia yeah. yeah, tell tell us um, one of the other thing about podcasting is the technical as- aspect, right? Yeah, yeah. And I know you yeah. you like. The Mafia Boss when it comes to technical. Oh, dude, I've spent way too
0: much money on technical stuff, right? So the first thing I'd probably say is that, um, like, do not go out and buy a shitload of microphones. Um, That's the first mistake, right? So, I mean, luckily I had you, Jonathan, to introduce me to what we're currently still using it, though, is the Blue Yeti Pro. The other thing I would, though, say, and this is something like even for me trying to be as technical as possible, you're probably hearing now my son's screaming like a madman in the background. So I'm kind of between offices. I'm trying to shift offices. I think the first thing you want to try and find when you do a podcast is you have to try and find a quiet place where you can record. Because the one thing- 100%. That F- Yeah. Um, you know, I still struggle with that. Um, and Hopefully I'll remedy, remedy that soon. Is that the, the quieter the better because, um, you know, you don't have all the interruptions and you can actually have a really shitty microphone and still get good quality out of it. So I've I've heard right. people actually record with their, you know, even the uh, the we've had people actually where we've interviewed with their ear pods, uh the 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 cabled ones, where the quality wasn't too bad. However, I would say from a techni- technical perspective, if you can go look at a good like USB mic, we've the Blue Yeti stuff. I mean I don't want to be selling gear here but the Blue Yeti stuff has been really good it's a it's a microphone that plugs into your USB port I mean it can get really complicated right so um at the moment I think um at the moment I'm running a microphone off of XLR which means it's cabled into a interface into my laptop but starting off um I would go for a cheap um Blue Yeti or something I don't know if you have any any opinion about it but there's some uh, really affordable I do agree. mics out there
1: I do agree. When you start off, if you're starting your first podcast, which is the reason you might listen to Mm. to this episode, um, the Blue Yeti or the Podcaster Pro from Rode are super solid devices. It's going to cost you between 100 and 200 bucks, depending on the model. And Mm. you need that. You need a couple of cushions, uh, like literally i'm using pillows right now yeah so i'm sitting under fancy. a blanket <laughs> yeah. and so you don't need to have because i know you went on youtube you search podcasting and what did you see you saw the guys with those walls uh set up with yeah, exactly. uh, those super yeah. expensive cushions and big ma- you don't need that you no. what you need to do is to record and ship stuff first to get that experience yeah and talking about the technical aspect the reason why Werner insisted so much on the quality of the place you're going to record is that um, the better the quality is going to be in, the easier it is going to be to edit. Because to edit, you're going to need it's the software. Yeah. And if the quality in is bad, it's, no magic is going to happen. Or magic mm. could happen if you had an amazing studio with amazing software. But technically, if you're into this situation, you probably recorded yeah. well in the first place. So in terms of software, what what software can you advise?
0: Well, I mean, um, Audacity is probably one of the the first software applications that I recommend to people if they want to get into podcasting. So, I mean, I used Audacity to do some production of shows for a long time. It's a free app. I think it's available for Mac and Windows. The only thing that I would warn people though is, um, so at the moment, so I'll I'll mention what we are using. So um, we... Started off using block thinking. We used Reaper, which is an awesome platform. I mean, that is it's uh, it's it's super advanced audio editing. There's other stuff like Hindenburg, for example. So we used Reaper for a long time. Now I'll be super honest because I do other design work too. I swapped over to Adobe Audition a year ago, and I must say because I do work in Premiere. Adobe Edition is really, at the moment, like it'd be hard fought for me to swap back to Reaper now because I've really gotten used to Adobe Edition. I love the, the platform. There's a few limitations, frustrations between the two pla- where I feel, feel Reaper is easier to use, but Adobe Edition is there. So if you're a designer and you have access to Adobe Edition, boom, go in there. What I wanted to say about Audacity, great package. It's something that I introduce to people who start podcasting on their own Um uh, another show that I worked on, for example, uh, catching the next wave. When I worked on the first two seasons with with Aga, we uh, she used Audition to edit a lot of the stuff because she she also edited shows, so used Audition. Lots of tutorials. The only warning, big warning, and Jonathan, I know you want to say it, is that Audition, uh, Audacity, sorry, will destroy your file. So if you exactly. import a file in and you start editing that file you're editing the actual audio. So copy, make a copy of that original file before you start editing it in Audacity. So that's it. I don't know if you have any comments on that, Jono.
1: Yeah, um, I'm not an Audacity fan. I mean, you know that. Since yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you got, you've got me off Audacity, for me. actually. Yeah. <laughs> uh, destructive editing for me, it's a no-go because I'm, I, I like v- version control and I think, yeah uh, things can happen and audio can be destroyed. So yeah. I will say I will, we use Reaper at the very beginning because it's not free, but you can use it for free. For yeah, it's like sixty
0: million. bucks mm-hmm. or something, then it's yours.
1: And after that, you, you can buy it. But and there are a lot of tutorials, very good tutorials on, mm. on the internet about Reaper because the access is is easy. If yeah. you have the Adobe suite, I agree. I totally agree. with you. now, go with Adobe Audition. is as good as it can be. And if you are and if you have Logic, because I knew some of, some of you have are students. And when you got your MacBook, you got a license for Logic X for free. Oh yeah, you can use that because Logic is what professionals are using too. Yeah. So just use your license of Logic. Some people actually edit in GarageBand, dude.
0: Yeah. Some people edit in GarageBand. And some people use
1: GarageBand. Also, is is a a very good. It's actually not too bad. Actually,
0: I mean, I forgot about GarageBand to be honest. Um, It's really a friendly way to get into it if you're on a Mac. Yeah, for sure. So as you see,
1: there are plenty of tools. Just yeah. download all of them. Choose pay based on the price. You can do this. Is not going to define the quality of your podcast. You just need yeah. to choose a tool and get good at it. <laughs> That's exactly. the main thing about it.
0: Yeah. So, Jono, the, the next part is the hosting platform. The platform we oh, have to put it right.
1: Yes. Um, I will say for this, um, uh, choose a third party. So you could technically host a podcast yourself i did that in the beginning
0: dude my first podcast long ago yeah don't do that
1: like don't do that
0: (laughs) so maybe we need uh, to explain how it works dude like what is the actual purpose of the host
1: so basically what happens is that um your podcast is going to be an audio file and this audio file is going to get downloaded by people but this file needs to be stored somewhere right Um, You can't have it on your laptop because otherwise that means people going on the internet, they wouldn't be able to access it. it. Mm. So you need to host it somewhere. Now you have normal hosts like VPS, like, you know, you're going to buy GoDaddy whatsoever, 32 gigs, and you're going to put it there. But it's a lot of administration. Um, And it's going to cost you too much for what you are, you're actually going to use it, unless you're an IT expert. In that way, yeah. Have fun and do it. But yeah. I wouldn't even recommend it for an IT expert. On the other side, you have um, hosts that are dedicated to podcasts. Uh, the most known is Libsyn. Yeah. However, we use another one called Simplecast, yeah. which we love because it's simple. Very <laughs> uh, simple. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's easy to edit. You have in addition to the podcast. Hosting. You have statistics. You can create. You can do a whole bunch of things. You can know who is your audience. We are talking about audience. We know specifically yeah. who is listening to us in which
0: country. Yeah. And hello to, an to our though. friends, yeah. to New Zealand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, we know you're not listening. <laughs> so, and the what thing else? is, dude, yeah. so, so yeah, to recap, like just what you said is that um, you need to put your file somewhere. And ultimately what you need to do is the, the host holds the files for you somewhere safe and then it generates a, a feed. Now, I don't want to get too technical, but it's an RSS feed. So that feed is kind of like a URL, technical URL. And that is the URL that you give to people like Apple, iTunes, uh, Spotify, um, with some of the other ones, uh, TuneIn. um, But the thing is, if you want to syndicate your show to some places, because Apple, a lot of people don't get this, but Apple iTunes, for example, or Apple Podcasts, they do not host your show. They take your RSS feed into their system, and then they kind of, in air quotes, link to your show. They still vet it, but you have to give them your RSS feed.
1: It's exactly like uh, the Leo page. They don't do more. They, they keep the address. They, they, yeah. have, they know what's new in, uh, yeah. in the feed, but they they check it's you. still downloaded from your place. And this is yeah. why you need to have an host. And the downside of having an host and the whole system is that you need to pay for host most, yeah. most of the time. There are free hosts, like Anchor, I think, we do it for free. Yeah, Anchor but holds it. An- yeah, yeah but you, there is adver- basically there is advertisement before and after. Your yeah, they're going to inject
0: ads into your content, right? Yeah. And also the one thing with, there's a misconception and recently because they changed their terms and conditions, but people was a little bit worried because when you create, I mean, I haven't used Anchor myself. I wanted to use it actually as an experiment on a side project, but then I opted against it. Anchor is actually a good way to start getting going because they do yeah. all the tech for you. The only thing is you're going to have people injecting stuff into your show. Um, the other thing is also Anchor, um, you need to check their terms and conditions because at some stage there was this kind of rumor going around that when you create content, they own it. Um, that's been disputed and said it's not true. Anchor doesn't own your content, you still own your content. But uh, you know, I think the cool thing about a podcast is the fact that you are able to syndicate your show wide to different places. So, for example, yep. just to, so you you know, you you have your audience, you have your purpose. You start designing your show because we're we're not even going into the whole idea of like the storytelling and how you structure your show. We can do that in another episode. But then you need to host your show somewhere, and that's why where the host comes in, and you then share your your RSS feed out. And a lot of them help you to do that. Actually,
1: what you are saying is that uh, you need to make sure that uh, you you can move your podcast from a host to the other. But you're flexible your in that show.
0: you're not tied in somewhere, right? You don't. And I'm not exactly. saying Anchor is tying in, but you need to make sure that you you can publish it and share it and have control. And yeah, you want to have it as open as possible, I guess. Yeah, there's one more. So um the one thing that I would say that you need to do with podcasting, even if you have nothing, even if you sit in front of your microphone on your computer, right? Because you can do that too, is cadence. Um oh, where yeah. most podcasts fail like i mean this is without a doubt so for example i just recently i started working with uh, um klaus ross at at, um the business of extraordinary experiences another podcast that i produce and fundamentally the only thing that we are focusing on now is cadence so one Mm. episode a week yes right and that in itself is a massive commitment, right? And we said to, because there's a lot of other things around podcasting, because list building, uh, marketing, advertising, you name it, you know? Uh, The one thing that we say to ourselves is, okay, cool, let's do this podcast for a year. So, I mean, of course, that action will build audience and we'll see if the audience, if the show resonates with the audience, but we are flexing our production and editing and interviewing muscles. And we said, let's do this for a year. See where yeah, it goes. This is
1: discipline. This is discipline. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: And you don't have to have any of the stuff that we committed to or spoke about in the show. If you do a show and you decide on your cadence because consistency is super important. If you decide on your consistency, if it's like one show, two shows a week or one show a month, and you can do it for that consistency for a certain period of time and you commit to yourself, boom, you're ready to rock and roll and deep dive the other stuff. Yes.
1: Yes, very, very, very important point. Probably the most important of all. You can have, if you have a very average quality show, but you do it regularly and people are satisfied and they come back and they like what you're saying, at the end of the day, the technical aspect won't count because people are going to like what you're saying and they are going to continue to listen to you as long as you continue to provide them content.
0: So just to go through the points, define your audience story and value. What's the value to you and the value to your audience? The second point is um, technical 101, right? So you need to start looking at tech stuff. Our advice is don't commit yourself yet. Try and look at that cadence first. The other thing I forgot to mention in the, in the microphone section is people, um, because our voices have different frequencies, your voice will react differently to different microphones. So if you have the opportunity to look at mics and all these kinds of things connected and you can test them first, do that. Right, Listen to them. So look at tech- technology, but try and go low-end first. Then platform, you need to host your so- show somewhere. Um, mm-hmm. And we recommend going to a dedicated host like LipSynth or we prefer SymbolCast, for example. They create all kinds of value around your show. And then publishing, pushing it out into Apple. Um, Spotify is growing leaps and bounds. Definite yeah, recommendation to cool. get into that's Spotify. Cool. Their Their st- stats is really nice. Love going to them. And then lastly, cadence. Keep the momentum going. Prove to yourself first that you can do this and then see how it resonates with the show. Boom. Awesome. Jonathan, I think we can quickly wrap this up today. I think yeah. we, I mean, there's enough storytelling throughout the whole thing. It was crazy, but cool. And we're trying to keep the show a little bit slower. Uh, slower, faster. faster. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit less time spent with us, but hopefully- But more fun. But more fun, hopefully. okay? Finally, we're we also introducing- a way for you to get hold of us and yes. we would love to hear your questions your feedback and to do that is very easy you go to blockthinking.com this blockthinking without the k.com and on our website there you will find a link at the top saying send us a voice message you click on that and you can easily record a little voice message through your web interface interface to us and we will feature that on the show and hopefully either react to your comments or answer your questions.
1: Yep, that's pretty much it. Um, we, so this is the first um, series of, a new, of our new format. We hope we, you appreciated it. Um, we would love to have some of your feedback and talk to you in the next one.
0: This is Jonathan and Vanner. Thanks for listening.